Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. You're tuned in to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee, where we talk about all things sex, relationships, intimacy, sex, love, and hey, more sex. Because, honey, around here, it ain't your mama's talk. Sex Talk with Monica Lee. And hey, I'm Monica Lee. I hope everybody's having an amazing hump day. It is that time of the month. And no, not that time of the month. The other other time of the month where <laughs> we have where we have the mature humping. Sex over 65. And tonight we're going to talk about a few things and how we it sex is just getting better. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and the fucking fabulous parts of sex that are over, you know, when you get over 65. Because a lot of people think that to be 65 and over, that it just stops, but it doesn't. And if you're new to the show, welcome. I have the Golden Girls with me. And again, if you're new to the show, thank you for tuning in. Again, I am Monica Lee. I am a relationship and intimacy coach. I am a sex educator. I am a writer and a certified tantra practitioner. And every fourth Wednesday, I talk about sex over 65. And I have the most amazing guest ever. I have four ladies who totally rock the internet right now. <laughs> they are four best friends and I get the privilege of knowing them and, and getting to uh talk to them. This is the Golden Girls. Welcome back, ladies. Hello everybody. Introduce Howdy. yourself. Thanks for having me. Introduce Hello. yourself. <laughs> I'm Rose. I'm Sophia. I'm Dorothy. And I'm Blanche. <laughs> I always have so much fun with you girls on the show. I look forward to it every month. So, how have y'all been since the last time we spoke? Busy, busy. Rodeo's coming up. I know. I got all them, him. All them delicious Well, I've you know, they're doing. Are y'all there? We're here. Okay. We're here. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's rodeo season, and that means delicious cowboys in nice jeans and black yeah. cowboys. Oh, out of man. Jeans. Yeah. Wrangler heaven. I'm telling you. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little bit. I'm getting a little perspiration on my upper lip here because I'm just thinking about <laughs> We had a blast last time y'all were on. We were talking about, we talked about a lot of things, and we had callers that called in, and if you're listening, 
call in, say hello, ask us questions. We don't bite, at least not that hard. So tonight we've got some topics that we're going to touch on and um, shed some light on. And um, if anybody, like I said, out there wants to call in and you want to ask us questions, or like I said, just call in and say hello, please do so. The number is 646-668-2164. You have us for the next 55 minutes and 27 seconds all to yourself. And um, let's have some fun. Okay, so let's just jump right in because we got a lot to talk about. So it was brought up about men having issues with erectile dysfunction. And how do you women approach having sex? What are your thoughts on that? My thoughts are there's lots of ways to have sex. And it depends on the two people, what they really want to do. But for me, it's work to have toys and have lots of intimacy. Exactly. Intimacy is always going to be your best bet. Because a lot of people think because you're not actually having that physical penetration that you're not having sex. But sex can be had in so many different ways through intimacy. As long as you got a mouth, fingers and I got toys, we can go for it. But they have a problem if they think they can't satisfy you. Exactly. And that's where, as women, we have to be that goddess, and we have to let them know that, hey, you know, I'm willing, I I, want to be with you, and I want to work around this and through this. And some guys, it's a pride thing. And you can't... Exactly. Don't care if they're made anything out of it. What? Yeah. Some guys don't care because they're not getting anything out of it. They're not going to get their rocks off, so they don't care. But if a woman is doing it properly, no, they don't ejaculate, but they still have emotional feelings. Exactly. Exactly. That's true. And sometimes, oh, well... A lot of times, if they're having issues with erectile dysfunction, it can be something that's going on. You know, there's there's different reasons. I always tell them that there's it could be a, a physical issue that they're having physically in their body, and it's a medical condition, or it's a relationship issue. You know, maybe they're just bored, so to say, with the relationship or the partner. It's not stimulating enough for them, so therefore they block themselves and they have issues there or sometimes it's psychological and maybe they started having an issue with ED and so they're putting all of this energy into that and it's just making it worse and guys as powerful warriors they're supposed to be are very delicate when it comes to the subject which I can understand I don't you know I don't I don't blame them because they feel like you know their manhood has just gone out the window And that's where, as women, we sweep in as the goddess, and we work through that with that intimacy, with the touch, and including them, like Blanche says, with their fingers, their hands, their tongue, the toys, get them involved. And sometimes it's a matter of laying there and stroking them. Stroke their ego. my My husband had two implants, two penal implants, 
The first one, it worked fine, but we broke it. And the second one, he broke it riding a horse. But I will say they worked fine. And were you able to, obviously, because, I mean, you're saying it worked fine. How was the dynamics of the relationship? Was he open to the emotional aspect of it and you being there for him? Or was he, you know, pushing you away? How did that work for you? No, no. He he wouldn't have had, had he not cared about me. He did. It, it worked fine for us. It was no big deal. Uh, after he broke the second one, he didn't have another one put in. Uh, and we just use toys, and we just were intimate in other ways. And and that's good because you kept that connection there, and you kept that intimacy open. And a lot of people, a lot of men, sometimes will shut down. Shut down. Yes, I know. They don't want. They think, well, I don't have the physical, so I might as well shut down everything else. Or they become very angry or bitter. And then they yes. avoid the situation altogether. And, you know, yes. I think we're about people 65 and older. So the men are 65 and older, okay? They, yes. many of them think, well, a young thing can get it up, make me get it up. And they go start going out with young ones, and they can't get it up with them either. And I'm sure the young ones walk away, unless they're real rich uh, guys, Young ones walk away, and that just hurts the man emotionally even more. Exactly. Exactly. They think those young ones will lay there and play with that little wimp thing all night long, which they probably will if they got enough money. I was just (laughs) going to say, sometimes they overcompensate. Sometimes men will overcompensate in different, you know, areas, and it's like they're chasing their tail because they're they're trying to get that validation and they're trying to think, well, this is, you know, the cure-all for it. And for some men, they have told me that, yes, that did help them because they, they'll, they'll say that, you know, I was looking for something younger and, you know, to keep me on my toes. And, okay, if that worked for you, but how long is that going to work? <laughs> you know, I've had guys tell me, too, that she dumped me. She wanted kids and I'm a grandpa and I don't want kids anymore. You know, so we have guys are, or that she wanted every night and he couldn't get up every night. <laughs> yeah, or he couldn't, and so she went somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, there's so many different scenarios on it, but when it comes down to, you know, how do you approach you can, it? Like, you can still have sex without having a full erection. That's what a lot of men do. As long as they're open to being honest with their partner about it and talking about it. And exactly. want to be intimate. Well, in a good relationship, they're going to be honest if it's a real true relationship. Right. Right. There has to be that open honesty, you know, communication there. Because if not, you know, it's already gone it's out lost. the window. Yeah, it's yeah. lost. And physical thing going with them. I have kind of a discussion thing along this line. A man knows that he has ED, okay? He wants to date. How does a woman let him know that there are different ways 
to fulfill this relationship instead of just penetration? You got to tell him. That's when you have to just be bold and say, look, we can do this. We can do this and, you know, it's doable and we've there's ways around it. There's ways through it. And sometimes, you know, guys aren't as open to it because, again, it's a pride thing. Yeah. And damn it, you know, pride is what's going to kill, you know, kill the whole thing. And, again, it's a vicious cycle. They just keep going from one person to another to another to another. But you can. What a lot of people don't understand is that orgasms are energy. It's energy. It doesn't even have to be an erection or an ejaculation. You know, you can, you know, I have shown couples how to have intercourse penetration with a flaccid penis, love wand, sparkler. And they have got, you know, you have, you have to be, you know, you have to use pillows and, you know, figure out positions for you. But it can be done because you're getting that orgasmic energy flowing and going and you're opened up to that now. So he's, he should be relaxed enough by then to know you're wanting to help him and, you know, lets his guard down a bit. Like I said. Pride, having that guard up, ego, needs to get thrown out the door. And so they result in maybe even taking Viagra. And Or Alice, so he'll daddy anything. Yeah, well, you know, um, and some guys of a certain age can't take it if they're on blood pressure medicines, you know, what what we call alpha blockers, you know, for high blood pressure or you know, problems with their prostate. Like, you know, you shouldn't be taking Cialis or Levitra or Viagra because, again, see, Viagra wasn't supposed to be for (laughs) erectile dysfunction. Viagra was initially created to lower the blood pressure. That's what that, the side effect of Viagra was, hey, I get a raging boner. (laughs) You know, this works. Let's do this. I had a friend took it that didn't need it, and he had one for four hours. He was out cutting the grass, you know, with a tent in his pants, trying to wait for it to go down. Yeah, and if it doesn't uh, go down, sometimes you got to go to the emergency room and have the blood drawn out of it because there's problems, and you start to compromise the circulation. So, yeah. That's not pretty when you have a big old needle stuck in you know, the I, shaft of I your penis. There's a lot of guys out there right now that are cringing. <laughs> well, that's exactly what we do, and I've, you know, I've assisted in many because I was worked in the ER. And yeah. if it doesn't go down, you know, it's very painful. They think that you know it's something you know cool to have this boner for a long time and. In actuality, it starts to get painful if nothing's happening. And so you do have to go to the emergency room, and there's this big old needle coming at you, and we're taking blood out to give you some relief. So your circulation isn't compromised. But, again, so, you know, I, for one, would not want 
someone to put themselves in any kind of jeopardy or harm by taking these kind of medications when I know that there are other ways around it with Tantra and breathing exercises and, you know, that, uh, you know finding other forms of intimacy. So what do you think it would be working it together? Exactly. Have you guys experienced that a lot? Recently, in the last year and a half, not me. Not, I'm depressed. No, you're depressed. I'm depressed too. <laughs> Who said that? Was that uh, Dorothy that said she had that issue? Yes. And how did you uh, handle it? I just kept saying it's okay. You know, we just we'll do other things. Uh, you know, please don't let it, well, I can't satisfy you. I said, yes, you can. You know, that's not a problem. Uh, we just need, we'll work through it together. And, and how did you, and did he, and he was responsive to that? Uh, he was. Not maybe the first couple times, but after that, yes. Well, the one I had wanted to satisfy himself. He just and wanted blowjobs. He wanted what? Blowjobs. He wasn't willing to give any. And so did you do it? A time or two, and then I said, uh-uh, I ain't getting nothing out of this. Was he having issues with erectile dysfunction? Yes. And were you able to uh, get him to the punchline with the blowjob? Oh yeah. Oh. That, so then he did. I had so he was. <laughs> so you got mad skills over there, huh, Blanche? <laughs> well, I know. I experienced that with my husband. Uh, he was. Uh, he was on so much medication. He was diabetic. He had. A vascular disease, and he just, you know, could not get an erection. But it frustrated him so bad that he wore me out trying to get an erection. And that happened I for a while there. You know, and finally I just had to tell him, look, there's other ways of satisfying yourself. You know, me satisfying you, and me satisfying me. Just, you know, don't be so frustrated over the uh, ED because. That doesn't mean we can't have good sex. And he he finally, it took him a while, but he would be so frustrated because he wanted to have an erection so bad, but he couldn't. I mean, there was no way he could have one. But we finally worked it out, and and we ended up having good sex without an erection. There you go. See, it is possible. And, again, it's because... As a society, we're thought man gets a boner, woman gets wet, you put the two together, you bump the uglies, and you're done. You've either made a baby or he's had an ejaculation, and the woman maybe, maybe not. That's what we are taught. Insert, that's it, you're done. Right, but, then you sit on the wet spot. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> But what we're not, but what nobody wants to talk about is the fact of the intimacy.
emotions that can increase all of that pleasure if the if he doesn't get a heart on and if you're not wet because a lot of because at the same time women have issues with lubrication and maybe painful because if they haven't had it in a while sometimes it, it it's painful on that first go round first few times and guys are like you know they're looking at you like what's wrong with you because again you know, or, or they think, um, I guess I'm not turning you on enough because you're not getting wet enough, getting lubed up enough. So, you know, then they start to, you know, again, it's society saying boner, wet, insert, repeat until something happens. So yep. you got to, you know, really step back. Men, if you're listening Step back and let your goddess take over. That's what I, I you know, that's what I, I totally suggest. And as you can hear from these ladies, it works. Yes, it does. Yeah. But you have to have that trust factor. But you have to have a willing partner. Exactly. That trust factor. That trust has to be well, there. Exactly. They're not the ones that always have to be in control either. You know, it's not a control thing. It's yeah. like, you know, let her let her show him, you know? Exactly. That's what you know, I was talking about that earlier on my other show where especially with because, you know, March the fourteenth is second blood day. And I was talking about, you know, women who don't like to um go down on their man because it tastes bad or they don't like it or they don't want to do it. And so I'm trying to tell women, you know, take over. Let you do what you're going to do to to him. And guys, don't be head pushers and don't, you know, force things to happen. Just lay back and let her do it. Let her do it her way and what feels good to her. And... She's feeling better. She just might want to do it, but don't bang bang the head up. Exactly. Don't force it. And, you know, it's always, you know, like you said, guys always want to be in control. They don't have to be. Sometimes it's nice to just lay back and, you know, enjoy it. Sometimes it's nice to tie them up and make them behave. No! I'm up, baby. That's my thing. <laughs> I know who that I, is. And then do a That's when you call, you tie them up, and you make them your bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You come Blind when I say. <laughs> oh, we have a domination here. <laughs> Oh, Rose. I guess it doesn't matter what age you are. If you're well, going to be a dom- first. if you're going to be a dominatrix, you're a dominatrix. You're never too old to be a. You're never too old to be a dominatrix. Actually, you're not, because I was reading something the other day. A woman, because you know, Fifty Shades of Grey just came out, the second movie, and there was a woman who is. 92 and still dresses up in her leathers and her corsets and her the one in Florida. 
Um, no, I don't think so. No, she was in okay. California somewhere. Anyway, okay. she dressed, she's got her corsets, she's got her mask, she's got her floggers and everything. And she is the madam. And I'm like, wow. All righty then. And she's very popular and she's very much in demand. I, I like um, dress up. You what? like what? I like dress up. I like dress <laughs> off. <laughs> you know, playing the French maid or the schoolgirl or. Nice. The French whore. That works. Oh, I'll do that too. <laughs> we leave it though. Even do the Southern Bell. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I think that's great, you know, that you keep it sexy and fresh and exciting like that because a lot of times it's just vanilla. And vanilla's good, but you got to go and put some toppings on it and make it fun. Oh, but like it's so boring. Yeah. Yeah. So what do y'all like to do for excitement other than, say, dress up? We already know Rose likes to tie them up and make them call her mama. Wasn't me that said that. Oh, it wasn't? Who said that? No, no. It wasn't. Probably Blanche. <laughs> no, I said it first, and I just ran with it. Uh-huh. I like to go down the dirt road and make out like you were teenagers. Oh, that's good stuff. I miss that. I, I, I don't. I, I like to leave love notes and I like to leave rose petals on the bed and I have candles and that sort of thing. Real romantic. Yes, Rose. I mean, uh, Rose. But remember, those candles start hotel fires. <laughs> I know. They all have oil marks on your sheets that you can't get out. (laughs) You have to use silk ones. (laughs) Use silk ones. They don't don't spoil your sheets. Nice. Noted. Duly noted. So, do you find that, you know, sex is different now? Because I know y'all are single. Hell yeah. Is it different now going out and dating? Oh, oh, we got a call. Y'all want to talk about this call before we get yeah. going? Let's call it. Yeah. All right. You're on the front porch with Monica Lee. Who are we talking to? Hey there. Hey there, Monica Lee. It is the crazy rock goddess called to you. How are you? <laughs> hey, I bow down to you, rock goddess. How are you? I'm great, girlfriend. Awesome. Welcome to the front porch with the Golden Girls. We are talking sex, 65 and over. We are talking ED and tying up and spanking. And did we talk about spanking? Maybe we should talk about spanking and Viagra. Are you there? Oh, good time. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I lost you. I know, it's crazy. I love the Golden no, Girls. No, I don't know what's going on with this darn phone. <laughs> well, there's a little bit of a delay. So, thank you for calling in. It's always so cool yeah, to hear well, there's you. that too. And thank you for listening to the well, other show, too. 
I I am. I am. I I listen for a few minutes. Uh, I will call you for a couple minutes, and then I'm going to go listen some more. <laughs> Good. Wait till the end. Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> Wait till the end. <laughs> uh, I did well, you know, if we don't all support each other, who's going to support us, man? Exactly. We're all in this together. Thank you for calling in and saying, hey. This is, all this right, is the one goddess every day on Rock Rage Radio. She will rock your lunchtime. I do. I do. And this girl, <laughs> oh my. I keep it sexy. You have balls way bigger than mine, girl. You do. <laughs> I couldn't sit on the table. They're so sex. big, I have to put them on my chest. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you for calling in. Thank All you. All right. Much love, girl. Take All care. Right. Bye. She's so awesome. She has the new. She, she has, she has the Rock Goddess Radio Show every day, on Rock Rage Radio. So she totally rocks your lunchtime out. Awesome. So the, today she she did a dedic- she played one of my favorite groups, not the Pesh Mode, um, and did a shout out to me. So yeah, she's awesome because she supports both. Shows, so she's because my other show is going on right now, and I've got this show going on right now. So she's trying to show me love on both spots. <laughs> So anyway, okay, I was going to ask you guys. Okay, so in the dating scene, do you find that sex is different now? I mean, as far as guys approaching, who? I mean, do you have to approach the guys, or do the guys approach you, or how? How does, well, how, how does it differ? Like the way approach me, so I don't. I didn't hear that part. Hello? Hello? <laughs> I I didn't hear what you said. Are you talking about Dorothy? Yes. Okay, I said that I tend to let people approach me, and I don't get approached that often, so it's not been real good. I'm not a real forward person. Well, I, I like they approach me, too, but... Here lately, nobody's approaching. So Blake is having a Well, when I was dating a few years ago, I had been approaching me. Well, it must be some vibe I'm sending out. Well, you know, I think dating is just is different, period, now. Or sex or approaching is different because... Even guys, you know, I'm I'm 43. Even guys, they approach. They either want to send me dick pics and a marriage proposal, yeah, or they play. I don't want to say coy is the word, but they'll throw that line out there and and then they expect you to chase them. And I'm, you know, the whole roles are reversed. Whereas women. We want to be pursued, and men are natural born hunters. Damn it, you should be chasing yeah. us without a dick pic. <laughs> a lot of women nowadays do a lot of the pursuing, and I'm not a pursuer, I'm a pursuee. Well, all the pursuers is either engaged in a relationship or married. <laughs> 
yeah, I'm getting that too. And I'm just like, no, when you're done, I'm, 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 I'm selfish like that. I want all of you, not just part-time you, you know, but guys just, I don't know. They, they're more sensitive nowadays and they, again, you have those that are just bold and send you, instead of saying, hey, how are you? My name is, they're like, hey, here's a picture of my loved ones. You like it? No, not really. Oh, I have, but since you sent it to me, who else are you sending this greeting to, you know? What and actually, I've had a few guys in their 70s do that, and I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? That's such a turn off. It was. It was a turn off. I don't know. It might depend on the size of the loved one. (laughs) (laughs) Was it soft when they sent you a picture of it? A couple of them were, and one was, he was standing at attention. But, um, oh, God. He forgot. He must have had his Viagra. (laughs) He forgot to crop out the dog that was right next to him licking on it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I was like, no, thank you. No, it's okay. It's okay. No. (laughs) This is good. This is really, really good. But really, in a relationship, there are some other things that have to go with it. So show me these other things, and then I'll show you some good things. That's right. Respect and trust is a big thing. Exactly. What is? Is that if you're willing to show me that right off the bat, who else are you showing that to right off of the bat? Exactly. You're just being a whore. Exactly, with your dog in the picture. No. Yeah. And my question would be, what prison are you in? <laughs> well, you know, I don't mind if I'm in a relationship, and even then, I don't want to see it. I, I want to see it when it's right there in front of me and my mouth is fixing to go on it. Right. Yeah. Or, or, or something. I'm fixing to play with it or something. I don't want to see a picture of it. I want to be right. able to unwrap it. You know, and that's what talk. Talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, phone sex is nice. Yeah, phone sex. Or sexting. Yes, all day sexting. All day sexting. So, do you guys meet guys who who sex? Is that is that something that guys are into? Uh, only one, but he was married. Oh, hell. You know, I don't know. You know, that's what I, and I was talking about this earlier today, too, with a friend of mine, because, you know, guys are all about, oh, baby, I want you. I want to be with you. I, I'm falling for you, baby, blah, 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 blah. And yet they're posting how happy their lives are with their wives. And I'm like, what an actual hell? Yeah. Or with their girlfriends, and I'm like, does she know about that? How much do you want? How much do you want? Yeah. So you have no respect for your wife or your girlfriend, right? Exactly. Because you're coming on. They play on your vulnerabilities. 
Yes. And, you know, I get it. There's some guys who are in relationships that aren't healthy and they're not getting what they want. Is that wrong of them to do that? No, probably. They should address the issue. Um, And then there's guys who just are like to play around. Exactly. They like to play around and they, uh, it doesn't face them one way or another. And that bothers me. I mean, the guy who, I, I tend to show more compassion towards the guy who's got issues at home or is going through whatever. But the one that is just, you know, coming on to everything and doesn't care who he hurts and is causing this path of destruction, that guy, I'm like, you better watch out because one day you're going to be walking, your dick's going to fall off in the middle of the street, (laughs) you know? Or somebody will cut it off for you. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Well, you can say the same thing for some women. That's the way they are. They're not truthful. They're not playing they're playing a game they're not straight up the, I'm saying I want to say too that you guys that are out there we're not bad talking all men there no, are no. good men out there and I've met a lot of really good men but you know what there are a lot of players and they might not think anybody realizes it but we can pick you out and I don't want to be around a player Especially at this age. Yes, especially at this age. Right. I'm still looking for that that sweetheart who's just a good person. Hey, I read the obituaries every day just to find out whose wife died. (laughs) That's funny, but it's not. (laughs) (laughs) I know. That's funny, but it's not. You know, I, again, I have compassion for those guys, and I really want them, you know, I will talk to them, and I want them to have those fulfilling relationships, and and it's like, damn it, you know, if I was with you, I would treat you this way and this way, I'd take care of you if you tell me your wife's not doing this or that, and then it's like, so he's, he's with someone, you know, because you, as women, we are compassionate, and we do get emotional, because we know what we're capable of and we want him to be fulfilled. And I see it as I want them both to be able to come full circle with each other and reunite because I'm like, you know, want to shoot love arrows in their butts or something and bring them back on all levels. So, but you know, you know those guys, have- there are good guys out there and they, they're just in a place of, I don't want to leave at this point because we've been together for so long. Or Maybe they're not their wives to get that response out of her either. Right. You know. you know, sometimes they just grow complacent. But whatever the reason is, it's it's just sad because I want everybody to have great sex. Great sex. Well, great we sex. all want to have great sex. Yeah, I want to have there great you go. sex. No, let's all, let's all have bad sex. Well, you know, there's people out there that don't know the difference between good and bad. So it's like, damn, you know, they just, they think that, again, um, my dick is hard. I'm going to put it in you. You're going to lay there and just let me go in and out a few times. And then I'm going to have an ejaculation and that's it. We're done. 
did you have a good time, honey? You know, and she says yes, because she doesn't know any better. I have worked with so many women that tell me, you know, I, I didn't know, I don't know what an orgasm is. I'm 60 years old, and I've never had an orgasm. And after I pick myself up off the floor for a minute and just hold her because I'm like, oh, baby, you need to have one. And I'll ask her, are you sure you didn't have one? Because it feels like this. Nope. I just lay there and he goes, you know, he goes in and out a few times and then that's it. And he gets up and I go about my business. Well, you know, that's the way we were raised. This generation was raised. Exactly. We so, you know, you do what your man wants to do. And most right. of us were never given, a lot of us were never given that sex talk by our mothers. Exactly. That's I, true. I My generation, too. Some of us are fortunate enough that even though we didn't get it, there came a point where we did learn on our own. Right. Because we yes. had a good teacher. Yes, you're and right. I, you're when, right. You, when you find a good man who's willing to be able to um, go on that journey with you, it can be mind-blowing. Because there are good men out there who understand and are in touch with that side. And they just don't want to be able, they just don't want to just, put it in, pull it out, put it in, put it out, and be done. They want that whole enchilada. They want that whole, you know, combination plate. (laughs) Can you tell I'm hungry? (laughs) Well, on the other hand, men have never really been taught how to make love to a woman. No, not at all. And, again, because, you know, all you get in school is, the physical aspect of it. You don't get the intimacy part, the part that, and to me, the intimacy part, that connection part, is the part that, that's sexier to me. Yes, it is. That's the sexy part for me, is him looking at me while he's spiking my ass, you know? (laughs) Or him grabbing a handful of hair while he's pulling me down or something, you know, in a nice way. But it's, it's that intimate. That to me is the sexy part. Is the intimacy part, or him just coming up behind me, or checking on me through the day, just saying good morning, beautiful, or how's your day, or hey, smile, you know, or just touching that. you when he walks by. Yes, yes. That to me is the ultimate. It doesn't matter if you're going to put your penis in me or not. At that point, I just wanted to. I I'm an attention whore. When it comes, and not in a bad way, but when I'm with somebody, I want him, I I need that intimacy. I need that, I'm touchy-feely. I'm very tactile. I'm not saying you have to do it 24-7, but walk by me, you know. You walk uh, down the sidewalk and he reaches over and takes your hand. Yeah. You didn't have to hold it for two hours, but just that little three or four steps of holding your hand. Yes, or that little pinky, you know, they they touch your, you know, touch your hand with their pinky just to let you know that they're there. I went on a date one time. Oh my god, it was the most amazing date ever. This cowboy, and he really was a cowboy. We went to a venue for for a show, and we are walking in, and it was pretty crowded. And I have never, ever, ever, ever 
ever and to this day still have never been on a date like that. He puts his arm around me and he was leading me through the crowd and very protective of me. And I was like ready to just crawl him, climb him like a tree at that point because I'd never had that before. And he had his arm around me and his thumb in my belt loop. And he was just leading me. And we got to the, to the center of the stage in the front. And, you know, he his cowboy hat, I'm just like, oh, my God, you know. He'd lean in and whisper, do you want something from the bar? You know, but it was just the way he carried himself and the way he was, you know, took care of me. It was nothing sexual. It was just a very protective you know, manner. Yes. I may want to do something a little bit later for him. Yes, I was trying to reach behind me because he st- he even stood behind me, so nobody would shove or push me, and I was trying to reach behind me and see what I could grab. And he was being, you know, he was trying to keep me in line. I was. That much. But it was it was such a turn on. It was almost orgasmic the way he you know he was breathing behind me, and I don't think he was he knew what he was doing. He's just a good old boy. He's just a good guy. And that made it even better. Yes, sweet baby Jesus wrapped in his little big blanket. Lord have mercy. If he knew if he knew what he was if he knew he was turning you on, it wouldn't have been the same. Exactly. And, you know, for whatever reasons, we didn't work out. And, you know, we're still, we're, we're friends. And I shared with him. And he and he did not, he really and truly did not know. He goes, I thought that's how you're supposed to act. I said, technically, yes, but it doesn't always happen. His and mama was, taught him right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. He is a beautiful man. Back in the cowboys are very polite. Some of them are. There's a, well, most of them are. There's a handful out there. Most that, of them are. Yeah. Most of them are good guys. Well, they are because they know it's, you know, they, know. they know roots. They know that foundation of the cowboy and that whole, you know, live or die by the cowboy. Their Yes. I got what? Country values. I'm going to have to put the air conditioner on thinking about these cowboys. <laughs> I'll never forget meeting a man. Uh, and I finally agreed to go to dinner. And I told him I would meet him at his hotel. And he came uh, He came down. He was waiting for me. And I walked in. And just to look at him. The way he was dressed, the way he was holding himself. Have you ever heard the term jelly need? Yes. I had what? Jelly, I had jelly knees. I had the weakest knees. Oh, Walking yes. in there. The persona, the presentation. And he wasn't, yes. a, he wasn't a gorgeous man, you know. He was just the way he presented himself and the way he spoke when he saw me. My knees just went so weak. And sometimes it's just all about an aura that nobody else sees. Exactly. Exactly. It's just that energy that they're putting out. And not to mention the way they look in, you know, them jeans. I'm just saying. Yeah. 
But, you know, and you guys are going to be at the rodeo, so maybe you'll find a nice-looking cowboy out there. Uh, save a horse, ride a cowboy. <laughs> I was about to say that. Great minds think alike. <laughs> well, I've been trying for 25 at least. So. Save a horse and ride a cowboy. There you go. I'm going to play that song up next. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I love that song. <laughs> love that song. Me too. Afraid of Have you ever gone up and just asked for it, approached somebody and asked for it yourself? No, I've never done that. But I may. It's never too late. No, it's not. I mean, we live in a time now when you can be. I mean, if that's what you want. I mean, would you? Would you consider doing that? I wouldn't, I but I've been I've been where I wanted to. Well, I've been where I wanted been, to. I, I'm, so, I I'm getting closer because I'm so deprived. I would be embarrassed if they turned me down. I think guys, I don't well, think guys would turn you down if they knew that it wasn't. Um, um how do I don't want to say it. No, I did that. For, I did it for April Fools one time. Oh yeah. I called up a friend of mine and I said, "I said I want to go out with you and I want you for the night, and I'm going to send a limo for you. We're going to go out to dinner, and then we're going to come back to my apartment and I'm going to strip you down and make mad passionate love to you." And he said, "Uh, uh." I said, "April Fool." (laughs) (laughs) I would just tell him that. If they turn you down and say, you see all those girls over there? I bet them a beer that you'd turn me down, so I just want to thank you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know what you missed. That's a good, good. one. That's, That's a good one, exactly. I think most men would be flattered, though. Again, because guys think when a girl is asking them for it, they think, oh, she wants She's going to want to get caught in the field. She wants to have a relationship. You know, all that stuff's going. And if you, you know, just put it out there, hey, no strings attached. Let's just go and get it on. Like, what's his name? Marvin Gaye says. Let's just get it on. You know, it's just a one-night thing. I think guys are, are more open to that because if you're, it, you know, just from experience, guys are thinking, oh, well, are you wanting a relationship with this? What's the catch? No catch. Well, they're really, though, they're afraid when you say you want to just have fun and you just don't want a relationship. That's when they really want you. I exactly. found that to be really true. Because that's what I told all the guys when I was dating, when when I was divorced, that I didn't want a relationship. I just wanted to have fun and have friendship and blah, blah, blah. And they just, they didn't take it like that. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, it is funny. Like you say, they, when you don't want it, they want it. It's it's like a game. It is the ultimate game. You know, when yeah. a guy is coming on to you and they're chasing you, it's that whole conquest. And then, you know, you're giving them that attention. Then they're like, eh, I got her. Success. Well, you know, they back off. That just floored me, though. I mean, I was really floored. I thought, these guys are crazy. You know, there's something wrong with them. It's, I don't know. I just thought it was weird. 
Yeah. Well, it happens. The minute, and I've, I've gone through that where, again, guys put it, come on strong, and I'm like, okay, I'll give them a chance. And then, you, you know, you start giving them the attention, and they back off, and you're like, what in the actual hell just happened here? Yeah. Yeah, that too. I noticed being out, and I'm I'm not this, I can't be that kind of person, but I noticed women treating men horribly. And the men just are crawling all over them. I know. I and know. I was in, I'm like, whoa. I was in an elevator one time, and this guy was like, yes, darling. Yes, honey. And you could hear her. She was just ripping him a new one. And and he was like, yes, hon. Yes, hon. And I'm like, oh, my God. And he was very good looking, so I can only imagine. I'm like, whoa, really? Dude. You know, she was just being ugly, and and they go for that. And again, it's just a dynamic. I think that I don't know. Some guys will make excuses. Some guys would rather be in a bad relationship because maybe whatever is holding them there, for whatever reason it is, and and that's their prerogative. If I tell people, why do you want to be unhappy? Life is too short. I don't want to. I'd rather be alone. And happy than wish I was alone and unhappy. That's why I got. I think some people don't know what happiness is. No, I I think you're right. People just learn to settle, and and they don't they don't hold out for happiness. They'll settle for whatever. Yeah, well, I figure I'm special and I deserve happiness. That's why I got divorced when I was 39. That's uh-huh. why what? That's why I got divorced. Oh, I mean, he died when I was 39. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing for? Because <laughs> I got divorced when I was 39, but Blanche's husband died. <laughs> I had one die when I was around see, on was, her, and I know where that's coming from. I've been there, had that done. <laughs> My dad when I was thirty-eight, and I praise God, you know, he was, he was not very nice. Oh, I know well, what it's like to be unhappy, but he's always really been happy. And, you know, life is too short. It's like a, ecstasy is our birthright. Everybody needs to have the sex life, whether you're alone or in a relationship that you want, that you crave, that you need, that you do. Um, could I be, you know, happier in a relationship? Maybe, maybe not. I'm perfectly happy now. And that's what I try to tell people is, you know, especially with Valentine's Day, oh, my gosh, so many people were just, Heart broken and distraught because they were alone. And I said, you know, make the most of it. You can eat all the chocolate you want. You don't have to share. You don't have to spend any money, you know, on someone. Look at the, try to find the the, the, the positive sides to it. Yes, I, you know, I have my toys and whatever. And that's, and that's okay because it's better than being with someone who... You're not getting anything from emotionally, physically, spiritually, or physically, you know? Or you're getting 
worse. You're getting bad mouth and put down all the time. Exactly. And no, 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 no. So, ladies, we're almost to the end. And um, did y'all do anything for Valentine's Day? No. I I bought me a Yeti. Nice. (laughs) I've always wanted one. I bought one for my husband and one for me. Nice. I didn't need anything. I didn't want anything. He brought me uh, two dozen roses. Awesome. Oh, you poor thing. Oh, no. (laughs) I bought myself some flowers. I bought myself a new toy. Uh, what else did I get? I got myself uh, tickets to a concert. I I, I spoiled myself. <laughs> I deserved it, and I really treated myself. <laughs> um, I just decided, you know what? It's just another day. That's right. It should be every day, and I and I do that. I buy flowers for myself one every Saturday. I go to, you know, to the market and I get myself fresh flowers and I I always treat myself. Oh, and I bought some lingerie too. So, Ooh, I always you did myself. you did treat yourself good. I did. And I ordered and steak and blowjob day is coming up, so I ordered a new corset for that, not that I'm going to show anybody, <laughs> but <laughs> Well, you got to get the rabbit a blowjob. You know, I'm going to lay there and think about it because, you know, you got to have somebody to do that for. And, so, and, you know, I don't know. I can cook just about anything out there except a damn steak. I cannot cook a steak to save my life. I don't know why. Oh, my God. Cook a good steak. I don't know why. I, I don't like it. I don't like any pink in it. I like it well done. I like it well done. I don't want. I don't want to hear it move when I cut into forehead. it. You know. Put your index finger on your forehead. Yeah, that's okay. well done. That is put well it on done. Your, put it on your cheek, and that's uh, rare. And put it rare. under your Non-chin on your chin, and it's medium. Oh, I'll have, to, I'll have to remember that. I'll have to remember that. So yeah, we if you touch, touch the steak. It should be like your forehead. Nice. I'll have to. I'll have to try that. I don't know. I don't know. It just. And I like to watch a man prepare his meat and touch it and get it all ready. Of course, I'm talking about a steak. <laughs> I just wanted to taste good. A steak too. Steak <laughs> too. I, 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 you know. <laughs> I like when he gets it ready. That's like kitchen foreplay right there. Anyway, so so that's going to be coming up on March the 14th. So I I got, I'm super busy with that and helping, you know, I'm giving tidbits every day on my other show on, on Rock Rage. So if people, before I go, you can get more of me every day from 8 p.m. Central on Rock Rage Radio. Go get your Rock Rage Radio app downloaded we are at the end. Thank you again, girls, for coming on. I love y'all. Y'all are fabulous. I can't wait already for the next. Thank you, Monica, for having us. I can't Enjoy. wait to see y'all next. I can't wait to see y'all next month. So, from my front porch to y'all, I hope everybody has a fabulous rest of your week. Until next Thank time. Thank you.
Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.